Hey everyone, it's LaShonda here with another Therapy Thursday. And today I want to just share a recent experience I had um, in hopes that it can really give people something to think about. So I had someone reach out to me that I know peripherally. Um, I don't, I'm, I would not, we're not friends. Um, and yeah, we, we're not friends. We're social media friends were connected via social media but we don't know each other well i had this person reach out to me pretty much saying that someone that they are in close relationship with they've been having long conversations about slavery and restitution tax and um they wanted to know um they wanted someone to help this person to kind of they need a little push in on certain topics even though they're not in complete denial and the person, not the person that reached out to me, but the other person wanted to talk to me because they thought I could help them. And I recognize that that request can seem pretty benign. As a matter of fact, there was a time in my life, probably not that long ago, where that request would have felt benign to me. As a matter of fact, not only would I have been like, oh my gosh, sure, like, have them call me, I would have felt like I would have felt privileged that I was being considered <clears throat> to hold that conversation. In a more recent past, I would have agreed to hold the conversation, but then I would have talked about the frustrations I have about the request with people that I felt close to, <clears throat> people who are kind of in the work with me. Um, but where I am now is I was able to give them the response that I'm going to share with you which is I do engage in those kinds of conversations for compensation. And while I am willing to have conversations with folks, I am no longer having conversations to convince people or push them along to help them understand the lingering effects and impact of colonialism, exploitative capitalism, things like land theft, slavery, and things like that. A self-care Sunday I made a long time ago says, I meet people where they are, but my elevator no longer goes to the basement. There are certain conversations I'm just not having anymore. Um, especially in this particular case, this these were white people who reached out to me and those are white people conversations. Um, the fact that I was asked to do this, um, I'm not doing the emotional labor of going back into my ancestors' enslavement and trying to convince a white man that it was a real thing. First of all, there are so many resources out there for people to read. There's so much work that's already been done where people can hear it. So maybe they reached out to me because I'm a black woman and they felt I would have more credibility. Okay, but there are tons of things out there. I have podcasts that are out there that people can listen to. I recommend, I gave them the recommendation of Resma Minicum. He has two books now. He has a free beginner's course. But I need people to understand that when you reach out to someone, in this case, a black person, to say, so-and-so wants to talk to you. First of all, the entitlement in that, it, it wasn't an ask, first of all. You know, they started with, hey, weird question. There was no question. There wasn't a request. There was a, someone wants to talk to you because they think you can help. 
I do not owe anybody a thing, especially when it comes to the emotional labor of pushing someone along on a certain topic because they need convincing because they have yet to open their eyes and see the very real evidence right in front of them. It is, it is disrespectful. It was disrespectful. <coughs> Excuse me. I took it as disrespectful. We got to people, white people have to realize the impact, whether their intent is that or not. When they are asking people to do all of this work and emotional labor, telling my story can be emotional labor when someone has the option to listen to it and then walk away and think, eh, I'm not convinced yet. Mm -mm. There's too much out there. This is specifically why with somatic abolitionism and Resma Minikin, you know, I spent, I did a nine month cohort with him. I've transitioned to another coaching program. Um, coaching for healing justice and liberation where we're doing this deep dive work and what happens is white people who are interested in this stuff want to come to black people bodies of culture people of color BIPOC folks and they want to extract they consider it learning. I want to learn from you. No, you need to be self-led in your learning. And once you've learned, then we can start having some conversations. But it is not our job to teach. It is not our job to educate. It is your job to educate yourself. And the next time you think you're, I don't know, honoring someone or being benign with your request, think again. I, I really encourage you to consider the impact of your inquiry. So yeah, I just wanted to share that because I don't know if I've explicitly um, shared that because I've, well, in the current space that I'm in, I haven't had anyone ask. I also want to be clear here that like, I'm not mad. I'm actually not like, I took it as disrespectful because it did disrespect me. Um, but I'm not angry. I also, I want to note that there were parts of me, my littles in particular, who wanted me to send another message to like ease the blow, like, but I'm not mad or it's okay. No, no, I'm not caretaking someone's feeling. I, that was my truth. People can take it how they want to take it. Um, but it's important that I share my story, whether people learn from it or not, that's up to them. Um, but yeah. It's, it's a real thing, y'all. And I, I just need people to be mindful of that. So that's all I got for you today. If you have questions um, or you have suggestions for content for a Therapy Thursday, hit us up on all the social media. Um, our website is www.thelaborsoflove.com. And don't forget, if you haven't already, tune into the Labors of Love podcast. Uh, y'all be well.